Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. In this new series that we are beginning, we will be speaking to you about prophets. Why we must test prophets? Is it important to do so? Is it an urgent call that we should test prophets, differentiate true from false ones? You will agree with me that we have a prophet problem in Africa today. People are anxious for prophets who will use special powers from God to diagnose and solve their everyday spiritual and practical problems. There are prophets everywhere. Almost anyone can simply claim to be a prophet. Open a church or start asking for tithes, offerings, and special gifts, and there you are. For many people, just the idea of a living prophet, someone with a special anointing from God, is exciting. And some of these prophets have exciting services with exciting church music. Many of them, unfortunately, are not accountable to anyone, and some of them are involved in widely publicized scandals. They will, for instance, rarely agree with each other. They can't certainly all be true prophets. But you may wonder, what does the Bible really say about genuine prophets? What different roles did they, for instance, play in the nation of Israel and in the life of the early Christian church? As you may know, in the Old Testament, true prophets such as Moses, Isaiah, Elijah, Deborah, received messages from God in many different ways. Most of them were called on God's people to faithfully keep the law of Moses. In the Old Testament, the tasks of a true prophet included receiving revelation, sometimes preserved for us in Scripture, guiding Israel's leaders, prophesying to the other nations, sometimes prophesying to them or about them or against them, as well as interceding with God on behalf of Israel. You come to the New Testament, true prophets focus their messages on Jesus and building up his church. In the New Testament, the tasks of a true prophet, for instance, included receiving revelation, again, sometimes preserved as scripture, guiding the church, prophesying in church meetings, and involved in the ministry of evangelism and church planting. What about false prophets? Both the Old and the New Testament certainly talk about false prophets. In the Old Testament, there were pagan false prophets who promoted false gods, like the prophets of Baal and Asherah. But we also had counterfeit prophets who claimed to speak for the God of Israel. You come to the New Testament and we see numerous warnings about prophets who pretended to represent Jesus Christ using false messages and even false signs and wonders. When you read Matthew chapter 24 verse 24, you see Jesus warning his followers about those who would come claiming to be prophets and they would perform signs and wonders with the intention of deceiving, if possible, even the elect. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus warns us saying, Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly are ravenous wolves. We find that in Matthew chapter 7 verse 15. And Jesus' imagery here points out that false prophets deliberately try to look harmless so you won't be frightened or exercise caution or discernment 
by keeping a safe distance away from them. Outwardly they look harmless and gentle and innocent, but inwardly Jesus says they are like ferocious wolves whose goal is to devour and to destroy. Now, because false prophets seem convincing, we need to know how to test or examine anyone who claims to speak for God. We have several passages, especially in the New Testament, that remind us of the need to test everything we hear from whoever claims authority from God. For instance, First Thessalonians chapter 5, from verses 20 to 22. You read from First John chapter 4, verse 1, and we are constantly, continually challenged to test what we hear, to test the spirits, so that we may be able to differentiate true from false prophets. We need to make sure that we use the right tests if we are to be able to know who is really a true prophet of God and who is not. How should we test prophets? Oh, if I can put it the other way, what are some of those ways in which not to test a prophet? For example, in our day, we have some people who think that if somebody performs miracles, then he is operating by authority from God and such a person should be received as a prophet. So many will insist that the miracles of healing and other blessings in their church prove that God is working in their midst. But did you know that Jesus warns us that the signs and wonders or miracles performed by false Christs and false prophets can be so impressive that even the elect, God's chosen people, might be led astray. We read that in Matthew 24, verse 24. You find that also in Mark 13, verse 22. Therefore, we must not think that miracles can automatically prove anything. In fact, that's why Jesus in Matthew, the same chapter 7, says that you will know them by their fruit. You may wonder why he didn't say that you will know them by their gifts or their miracles or their power, for instance. But secondly, we also have those who claim the Holy Spirit's leading. You have some groups of Christians who will teach their followers that the only test they should apply is whether they feel the Holy Spirit confirming to them that the person is a true prophet of God. The problem, however, not all spiritual feelings and experiences really come from the Holy Spirit. John said, for instance, that, Beloved, do not believe every spirit but test the spirits to see whether they are from God, because many false prophets have gone out into the world. First John chapter 4 verse 1. Obviously, you cannot test a spirit by using that same spirit. You need something besides your own spirit, or your inner feelings that seem to be the Holy Spirit, which you can use to know whether that spirit is really the spirit of God or not. It is very imperative that we carefully verify whether someone is a true prophet or not. Because if we don't, we could be easily deceived or led astray. And history demonstrates this again and again, that from time to time, false prophets have risen, looking almost in every way Christian, but actually teaching falsehood, preaching a different gospel, behaving in ways that contradict who a true prophet is supposed to be. For instance, in 1856, a prophetess in South Africa announced to her tribe that if they destroyed their crops and killed their cattle, the spirits of the ancestors would sweep the British settlers into the sea. As you can imagine, at least 40,000 people died from poverty and starvation. In 1978, we had an American false prophet, Jim Jones, 
who made his followers practice committing suicide until they were eventually forced to drink poison, and over 900 people died. And of course, if you are Ugandan or living within the East Africa region, you already know our own sad story. In the year 2000, the Kanungu cult in Uganda, which killed hundreds of its followers, who were told that they must obey the voice of the Virgin Mary, through God's last day's messenger, a woman named Keredonia Mwerinde. As you can imagine, the examples are many. And the Bible repeatedly warns God's people to beware of false prophets. Our first duty to God, in fact, is not to simply follow this or that prophet, but to be obedient to God and to test before we trust, as Paul advises the Thessalonians in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, from verses 21 to 22. Not only that, but these warnings and commands have eternal implications. Though you may have good intentions, realize that if you wind up following a false prophet, the Bible warns that you may be led astray from a genuine relationship with Jesus and maybe even eternal life with him. So what are the ways God gives us to test a prophet, you may be wondering. How are we supposed to test anybody who comes up and claims to be a prophet? Since it's so important that we not be led astray, we need to know those warning signs and what steps anyone can take in order to identify, in order to recognize, and be able to resist a false prophet. In the next four messages, I will be giving you simple, memorable tests from the Bible that you can use to know whether any prophet truly speaks for God or not. No prophet is above the Bible, remember. Everyone needs to be evaluated by scripture, and a true prophet should never object to having his or her message carefully compared with what God has already said. Are you tempted to trust in prophets? Search your heart. Perhaps you are just curious, but then again, maybe you're desperate. Are you seeking a miracle to get a husband or a visa or a green card or a girlfriend, a job, a child? The list is endless. It could even be healing or deliverance. But no matter what your situation may be, the Bible's warnings about false prophets and false promises they make are for you. So I hope that you will join me and learn how to test them every time, learn how to develop biblical discernment, so that when you hear somebody claiming to be a prophet or to speak from God, you have a criteria by which you can make your conclusion on whether this person is speaking on God's authority or not. Be sure to download our free track entitled Four Ways You Can Tell True From False Prophets at our website on www.akfa.org. You will find it in the resource section under articles. May the Lord bless you as you prepare to follow on and listen to the four tests of who a true prophet is. May God bless you. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.